0: Hey, GS family, and anybody else that's tuning in, it's Mark, and we are in our first week of 21 days of prayer and fasting. Our emphasis this first week is on Christ's command to believe in me. In today's podcast, I'm going to answer the question, how has belief in Christ kept me from shame? One of my life verses is Lamentations 3, 22, and 23. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. There have been days throughout my life where I have felt like a failure, where I gave into some temptation, where I made a mess of things by my selfishness, where I have not loved or served or lived in a Christlike way. And one of the verses that the Holy Spirit always reminds me of is that passage from Lamentations. When I find myself broken, lamenting my failures, the Holy Spirit whispers, Christ's mercies are new every morning. For those in Christ, this is a promise that he guarantees by his word. For those in Christ Jesus, there is no shame because as Romans 8 says, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Christ has borne our guilt, the penalty of our sin has been commuted, and our shame has been covered by his righteousness. So if God's children sin, there is no shame, only godly sorrow that leads to repentance. But we must believe it. We must, in faith, receive the restoration of His mercy. Because in the same moments where the Spirit is speaking to us, the enemy is attempting to hijack our thoughts. And in those same moments where we should be experiencing godly sorrow at our sin, Satan wants us to experience shame instead. Where godly sorrow leads us back to the Father's heart, shame causes us to run from His presence and cover ourselves like Adam and Eve did. And in those moments where we are tempted to believe the lies of the enemy, we must answer Satan with the word, just like Christ did in the wilderness. We must remind the enemy, the accuser of the bride, that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And we must respond to God's mercy with sorrow and refuse to be cloaked in shame. Christ commands us to believe in him, believe in his perfection, believe that he first loved us, believe that he is God, Lord of Lords and King of Kings. We also must believe his words and his promises. For if he says something, it is true. And if he promises anything, it will happen. So when Christ says, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And when Peter writes, cast all your cares and anxieties on him because he cares for you, we must believe that Christ means it. We must believe his words. And then in faith, we must go to him and unburden ourselves, unburden our shame. We must believe that he is the God of mercy. We must believe that we are clothed in His righteousness. We must believe that no matter how many times we need to unburden our souls, His mercy is new every morning. And for those who do not know Christ as Lord, the offer for mercy is ever-present. He loves you. He died to prove that. And He lives again so that you can have true and lasting freedom from shame. Let's pray. Jesus, you bore all the world's shame on the cross because of your perfect love for your image bearers, you offer to cover our shame with your mercy. Help us believe that your mercy is ever present and new every morning and free for those who would believe. Heal our doubts. Keep us from believing the lies of the enemy that we are not worthy of your mercy, that we have sunk too low or strayed too far for your mercy to reach us. May we never try and bear our own shame when you have finished that work on the cross. We love you, Christ Jesus. You are our living hope, our first love, and the one who gives us eternal freedom from guilt, sin, and shame. Amen.